Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Double O and decided it was time to da 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 duel My name's Jeremy. I got introduced to a new hobby when a strange old man forced me to do it in front of him. I'm Tyler. I've never been to model building boot camp, but it probably wouldn't be a bad thing. My name is Zach. We are watching episode 16 of Gundam Build Fighters today. Dad, we meet again? <laughs> Except no one meets anyone's dad, or no one meets their own dad. There we go. <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, no, clearly, right here at the beginning, Say meets his dad again. That's fair. No, that's um, Amuro Ray's dad. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us, hi. We're, it's a Gundam. We talk about Gundam shows. <laughs> if this is your first episode of Gundam Build Fighters for some strange reason, it's the story of Blueoni Boy Say and Radoni Boy Reiji. They teamed up to do a Gumpla tournament because Say's real good at building Gumpla, but he's real bad at video games. And in this world, you have to play video games with your Gumpla after you build it or it gets wrecked. But that's clearly just a uh, B plot because we're all here for the Meat Bun Chronicles. That is true. <laughs> yeah, Reiji met a girl whose name he doesn't know. She is also in the tournament. Her name is, though he does not know it, is Isla Yurkiainen. She works for Team Nemesis, the Gumpla team of a fracking magnate from <laughs> Finland. <laughs> Every time you say that, just makes it even more it's funny. It's canon, too. I <laughs> She's under the supervision of Nine Bathers from the Flana Institute, an institute the fracking magnate set up to make good Gumpla fighters. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what the fracking magnate's interest in this is. I mean, I know. Good like, PR. Oh, he's a he's from the kingdom that Reiji, a magical genie prince, is from. No. No, it's because clearly he wants to take control of the plastic market. Ah, uh, okay. that makes sense. Also, Reiji may be a genie because Say made a genie wish and then he appeared. Or he may be a secret uh, reverse isekai prince. Or he may be the Ill- illegitimate son of the Gumpla president, Mashida. Or he's a bunch of sentient plas- Plavsky particles, the things that make the Gundams move. And all of these things, amusingly, I think could actually be true at once. <laughs> Say's mom, Rinko, is hot and runs a model shop and, st- and shares a voice actress with Maru Ramius. His dad is one of those anime dads who may or may not exist. Their coach is Ramba Rawl. Oh, yeah, that's important. Also, the rival is Yuki. He's not here, though. Majin Kawaguchi is, but they're not the same person, so I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> but Majin Kawaguchi does know an awful lot about Yuki. Correct. And also happens to look a lot like him. And also happens to be him. But <laughs> Is Ricardo Fellini in this episode? I don't I think, think he... No, they, they mention him, but... Okay, he doesn't even appear? No. All right. I, I couldn't remember if he didn't appear in this one or if he was just mentioned. You know who does? Nils Nielsen. Yeah, he's a half ninja, half American, half Japanese, half Gumpla fighter, half genius. With, with three PhDs think, in particle physics. I think Mao is in this one, isn't he? I don't think so. Briefly? If he is, he's, say, his Gumpla building rival. He learned how to build Gumpla in a martial arts dojo devoted to building Gumpla. All right. I, I think that's all the nonsense we need to say, right? Yeah. Also, there's Chena. Yeah, she's Say's girlfriend, but not his real, but not his girlfriend. <laughs> she wants to be his girlfriend, but she is not technically yet because they're both shy kids. She's here to watch. All right, so we are watching episode sixteen. Dad, we meet again. You can watch along on Crunchyroll if you like. We start out with that scene from Mobile Suit Gundam where Amuro Ray finds his dad, but his dad has brain damage and is delusional. Only instead, it's Say and Say's dad. Who has built him dancing Gumpla? (laughs) 
They're all, all the happy. they're all the OG gu- uh, from the OG Gundam, and they're dancing together on top of a giant Haro romantically. His dad is congratulating him on making it to the top sixteen, and we find out that he has apparently been traveling the world to promote Gunpla. Unpaid, as far as I can tell. <laughs> anyway, then they fly into the sky, and say his dad is like, "Hey, I got you, God, God hand nippers, but they're not sponsoring this episode, so I can't tell you what they are." <laughs> Those things cost 60 bucks. And Holy seriously? And, and everyone says they're worth it, which makes me almost want to buy a pair to see, like, <laughs> how? I, look, I would kill for a pair of perfect nippers, but I don't think they exist. I mean, mine broke, but I wouldn't pay that much money to replace them. <laughs> uh, the, sp- the spring broke in mine. Gotcha. So. At Hobby Town's old location, they had a pair in, like, not the safe, but, like, their, like, wall thing that's locked up that you could see, and I... When I had more money than I knew what to do with, I almost pulled the trigger and bought them. But then I was like, I don't want to spend $60 on nippers. <laughs> yeah, because I think uh, even Games Workshop's new like line of that kind of crap doesn't even hit that. Yeah, but I don't think anyone would say, oh, and this Games Workshop <laughs> supply was worth it. So Say wakes up from his dream of God hand nippers and is like, oh, man, I wonder where my real dad is. And that's the exciting intro before we get the opening sequence. <laughs> From the very obvious dream sequence. Did you guys notice that while they were uh, fly- right before they flew out, it showed the sky and the sky was very obviously like the wall of a colony? Yes. Oh, be- that's because that is, like I said, legitimately a scene from Mobile Suit Gundam where Amuro goes and finds his dad that he thought was dead because his dad got sucked into space. But his dad did not die. He just suffered incredible brain damage. That's fine. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Amuro, I built this supercomputer to make the Gundam way better. And it's just a bunch of circuits glued onto a motherboard. And Amuro is like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> then he goes out and shoots down eight Rick Doms and three battleships. So clearly all thanks to the, the new supercomputer his dad built. Yep. That's what his dad, who's watching it on TV, says. Advanced targeting systems. Where does the Alex fit in with the new Gundam? I mean, they're... Very distant from each other. They're okay. both technically built for Amuro Ray, and that's about what they have in common with each other. Okay. The Alex was supposed to be delivered before the end of the one-year war, but Xeon spies destroyed it, which prevented that from happening. Didn't Amuro actually design the new Gundam? Yes. That's why it's got funnels. And not Where a- does the Hainu fit into that? Uh, it's only in the novel Beltachica's Children. It's the finished version of the new Gundam. Okay. Because it's always one of those things that, well, not always, but it, it's cropped up in a bunch of the Super Robot Wars games that I've played. That's because they like starting Amuro with a new Gundam, and so you have, the only way to go up is by hiding that new Gundam. It's more blue. And it has a second set of funnels. Yep. Oh, oh hey, we forgot Kilala. Kilala is there. She's the Gumpla idol. And maybe Fellini's current girlfriend? They're Kinda. definitely fucking. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. <laughs> anyway, she's giving a... Inter- uh, Doing a TV segment talking about how the 16 finalists have been selected, but nothing's going on today. It's just an overview of the, uh, basically the previous on. Yeah, and she's got the German champ here who has been eliminated in order to <laughs> figure out what's going to happen next. Meanwhile, Rinko is humming the theme to Gundam Seed because that's the show she's from. <laughs> and I, 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 she's like, who would have guessed uh, Saiyan Reiji would have actually made it through to the top 16? I'm yeah, like, wow, she, Rinko, you didn't have any faith, did you? I don't blame her, honestly. I mean, to be fair, Say has never won Gunpla battles in his life. So. That's true. And Reiji's a D&D character that just appeared in their <laughs> lives. Oh, I, I want to point out, we'll later greet her, not as Rinko, but as Say's mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's who she is to him. 
He's like 14. Did you call your friend's parents by their name when you were 14? No, I certainly did not. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the German champ is like, Ricardo Fellini is definitely going to lose immediately. (laughs) I love uh, Kilala gets steadily more and more uh, angry as the the, uh, German champ is like, it's weird that you have, you must have terrible taste if you actually like him. (laughs) Meanwhile, Rinko is busy having a fantasy about all the reporters asking her questions about being Say's beautiful mom. (laughs) (laughs) In an even fancier dress than she's wearing. Also, all the reporters asking her questions are reporters from various Gundam series. This is amazing. Oh yeah, I knew that guy was. Because that's the that's uh, the double odd guy. Yeah. I like how the second reporter's thing is not even a question. It's just like, wow, you're hot. <laughs> Which causes her to owe Joe a laugh and put up the sorry, we're closed sign before she runs to the venue. That I think that is the implication. She just In high heels. She is just so excited. She just runs the entire way. <laughs> I, I feel like. I mean, that's that, that's perfectly fine to assume, but I think it's more if she ran to the train station and took the train. <laughs> That would probably be more reasonable. Although, Ramba Rawl drove them there, so maybe there's not train service to this weird Gundam battle, though. No, I think, you know, Ramba Rawl drove them in China here because Ramba Rawl has a car. Well, that's fair. Rinko doesn't have a car. Cut back to Saiyan Reiji's apartment, where Reiji is apologizing for the fact that the Star Build Strike got completely totaled in the last episode. Well, hotel room, but yeah. And Say is like, yeah, you, you, it was... Mr. Fellini, you couldn't help it. Of course it was going to get totaled. And Reiji's like, but is two days going to be enough time to fix it? And he's like, it's okay. The class rep and Ralson are going to help. Chena is the class rep. And Reiji's like, I, a clumsy boy, will also help. And, and it's like, I, I love how Sayon just immediately shuts him down. And he actually has a good point here. It's like, dude, if this was basically any other time, yes, that's perfectly good. I'd love to get you involved in, the, in this hobby and share it with me. This is the world tournament. You've never built a gunpla before. This is not the time. You were actually going to make it worse. <laughs> but Reiji's like, no, I'm made out of self-confidence, not Plavsky particles. <laughs> Let me see it. And so they fight over it a little bit. And by that, I'm Zach, of course, means tug of war like they are in a Disney movie. And then and- the head pops off. <laughs> Presumably, he had just gotten that reattached because if you remember from the previous episode, the head got punched off. Say so asks, Man, how could a- you? Man, that's a that's a nuisance to fix because the pegs busted. <laughs> yep. And Ray, she's like, "Well, you're the one who wouldn't let go." And says, "Like, well, get out of my life. I work alone." <laughs> and Ray, like, "Okay, as a matter of fact, I will." He's <laughs> like, "You're just so bossy." So anyway, Ray leaves without telling Say where the hell he's going. Um, uh, so Tuesday. <laughs> yep, exactly. I feel like <laughs> Say kind of immediately has that like I handled that poorly. Because he kind of looks down at the at the piece that broke off and is like, you know, he, he's already shown that he's more mature than his age would normally give it to him or for the benefit of the doubt there. And it just kind of has that thought to me of like, especially because when it, it goes into him talking to China later, it's like, yeah, I handled that poorly. I love how China's just like, don't fight. Like, she is also in a Disney movie. And says <laughs> so like, no, we're not fighting. We're just, you know, teenagers. And Rawls like, he could be getting into the hobby. That might be good. At least he's interested in building Gunpla now. And it's mainly, one of the main things that I got from that is because say when Say looks at him and smiles when he says that, it's kind of like, Say is thinking the same thing, but he's also like, my interpersonal skills and in dealing with the supreme confidence that Reiji always has are not great. 
So we cut to the mall where a, where, where a wild Isla Yerky Ainen has bought some ice cream. Hooray for exotic Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I love her face after she takes a lick. <laughs> uh, she's got full bushy eyes staring at this delicious ice cream like, oh man, if only I could live in Japan and eat Japanese food forever. Well, you know what one of the traditional dishes of Scandinavia is. It's fermented <laughs> fish. <laughs> I love, like, as soon as she does the hooray for exotic Japan, there are a couple of people walking behind Just staring her. staring at her. Are, like, looking at her. And there's one lady that's, like, looking at her and smiling, like, oh, isn't that cute? Anyway, she overhears a girl asking her mom to buy the Maharo. And she's like, ah, why is Gundam ruin my life everywhere I go? <laughs> well, especially she remembers uh, it not having kinda, a mother to buy her a Haro. Yeah. It does kind of show a little bit more of uh, Isla's backstory that has never really been illustrated because we first see her when she's already been recruited for this. So yeah. we don't actually really know what she was doing before. I, th- I think it's heavily implied that she was homeless. I don't know how she, she got so good at everything while being homeless, though. I would wager that it's probably something along the lines of she was, she, you know, just naturally very dexterous and whatnot. And so she subbed in for somebody at one point and was just really, really good at it. Anyway, she sees a Reiji and is like, ooh, I should stalk that kid. He's cute. <laughs> I think one of the other things that she has like as a connection thing is that she doesn't think that Reiji actually likes Gundam either. Like, it's just another job to him the way it is for her. Although he did recently kind of destroy that illusion by being like, it's actually surprisingly fun. Also, I, I did want to point out how janky the animation on her continuing to lick the a- ice yes. cream cone was. <laughs> so Reiji goes to Hobby Station, legally distinct from Hobby Lobby, but using the same font. <laughs> also, it's just a Gumpla store. And he's like, oh, make an amazing Gumpla that he, and then he won't be able to brag to anyone. And these are all the same like boxes, but on this is one difference between this and build. Uh, divers later when uh, what's his nuts the plank of wood and his friend um, Riku and Yuki that's the, that's them are in the shop like the boxes are all hyper detailed and they look like you could literally what look into the or reach into the screen and pull them off the shelf mm-hmm. these ones are much more like washed out these are PNGs that have been stretched to the appropriate size of the <laughs> that the quite, series needs the image to be they're not quite that bad but these are very clearly Done much more on on the cheap sounds worse than I actually want it to be, but these are clearly not. Yes, we're doing all the work to use this as a marketing tool. Uh, Reiji marvels at the sheer number of Zaku's that exist while Isla is finishing <laughs> her ice cream, cone. which is slowly just disappearing into her mouth as she peers around a corner. It's so good. Yes. Anyway, he finds Lala Soon's mobile armor and is like, what is anything of that? And he's, yeah, he's just like, what, what, is that the thing's name? And then a wild <laughs> old homeless tramp shows up. Yeah, the guy who teaches you how to catch Pokemon shows up <laughs> and is like, would you like me to tell you about Gundam Boy? I've this had my coffee. I'm buying Gunpla. Rage is going to be like, who are you, old man? Are you that old man that he's, he needs to keep learning that lesson? <laughs> uh, and he's, his response is, I'm just a passing Gunpla fan traveling around the world. And my immediate thought, like, I didn't connect the dots on his face. But right then when he said that, I'm like, that's Say's dad. Isn't yep. It? And I half expected at some point in here, Rage to be like, you remind me of somebody. I mean, he does eventually. He goes, but... he goes into the, uh, like, the same kind of bishy-eyed, like, just overt explanation of Gunpla here. Or Gundam here. 
So he's like, anyway, kid, if you're having trouble uh, figuring it out, I have the good ability to choose a first Gumpla for somebody. And Rage is like, who asked you to? He's like, let me see. Using my divine ultra powers, I choose the beginning Gundam for you, a beginner. <laughs> is this actually like a, uh, is this a Gunpl- or Gundam that exists yes. elsewhere? It it was created for the basically pilot series for Gundam Build Fighters. That's a name I don't remember. It was just a three episode series. The hell is with its face? I didn't notice that before. Why does it look like it has a Transformers mouth? <laughs> all, all Gundams have that. You just haven't noticed before now. There's more than meets the eyes. That no, the the thing is like usually you mean it's the got slits kinda, there. Yeah, it's got it's kind of got like the uh, the primaris veins on the mat on the face, but th- that one looked like an actual like transformer. I mean, that's not the first one. Model suit gunpla builders beginning G. Yes, mobile suit, not yeah, model suit. I'd never that. heard of it. It said model suit <laughs> on screen. I, I'd never heard of it, which is why I was like, you know, is this a thing that they just made up for this series? Anyway, he starts saying out about all of its abilities and how highly mobile it is. And Ray is in monochrome, or yeah, Ray is monochrome behind him. <laughs> I love annoyed Isla watching from around the corner. She was like, I was trying to stalk that kid, and now there's an old man in the way. <laughs> well, I was like, hey, how dare he go out and talk to him? That's what I was going to do. Reggie should not be dating an old man. <laughs> As she's hiding behind the Jim Sniper 2 uh, wall. And he's immediately like, hey, I made my perception check. Young lady kicking from around the corner. I also shall pick a Gundam for I you. I love the expressions that Isla goes through here. Anyway, I have this SD command Gundam. It's cute, but it's also missiles. <laughs> Perfect for you. <laughs> and she's like, I've never built one before. And, and he's, he's like, awesome. This is going to be rad. It's fine. They have tables here. And I brought nippers. Two pairs of nippers. Presumably, he just has a sheet of sandpaper that he tears off of from inside of his coat. And so Rage is like, what are you doing here exactly? And she's like, I certainly wasn't stalking you. Who is this old man? And Rage is like, I do not know. And old man is like, no talking in class. Eliminate all distraction from your Gumpla building. And, <laughs> and Rage is like, full drill sergeant. Yeah, Rage is like, you're like a different person. He's like, you will say, sir, yes, sir, or nothing at all. <laughs> I love how this gets Isla, too. <laughs> anyway, he goes through the full, like, factory instructions of like first open it read the instructions carefully you have one minute (laughs) sir yes sir i had the immediate thought of like i don't remember actually having to read instructions on the one that jeremy gave me they were all pictures oh yes the all the there's no written instruct well there's not no but it's in japanese and it's usually things that i say assemble first or careful with this piece so kind of like the uh the games workshop instructions yeah but they are specifically pictures to make it easy to sell them worldwide yeah so you don't have to do a bunch of translation i think that's the same reason why gw does kind of the same thing with almost all of its instructions too it's like here's pictures here's they're also easier to follow in my opinion because like okay so this thing looks like this okay that's what this one is because it's full corporate he also tells them to check all the parts and make sure nothing's missing i'm surprised he doesn't tell them to brush it with some uh purple or something Maybe I'm just bad at this, but the only time I've ever actually checked all the parts is when I'm building a a big set that has like four different, four or five different sprue types on it that go to different things. Because it's like A25. You didn't mark which one was A, so now I got to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, and Gumpler are way better about that because there's usually a giant A on the side. Well, usually I've, I've found if there's multiples of like one of them, they usually have those two marked. But like the Cadian box that I got, it didn't have it marked, but fortunately, one of them had a big fucking flag on it, so I'm like, oh, it's this one. Anyway, he gives them the very important advice of always cut twice. I love how Ray- Isla is just very elegant 
nipping things, and Reggie's hand is so shaky like mine. <laughs> and Jay, she has how, a smug face. Yep, I love how bad Reggie is at this. It's so good. Yeah, he puts a shoulder together and is like, victory, I did it. Well, I, f- I feel like Reggie is kind of like I am when I'm doing most of this stuff. I always feel like I've irretrievably broken something midway through, and I'm like, shit, what did I do wrong? But then I realize I actually haven't screwed anything up yet. <laughs> also, remember to apply stickers with a cotton swab. <laughs> Reggie leans over to look at what Isla's doing, and she shows him, and he's like, oh, wait, no, ew. <laughs> She's just so smug about it, which I love. <laughs> and so haughty whenever he tries to show, hey, I did a gumflet too. So flirty. He's like, so they finish, and says, totally not says dad in a beard. It's like, ah, oh, I can't believe you're beginners. You did such a good job. Anyway, to commemorate your first Gumpla, you may keep the sandpaper and nippers. <laughs> and I, Isla and uh, Reiji just looked so nonplussed about, and he's like, wait, he's back to normal. He's no longer a Gunpla drill sergeant. And then he turns immediately back into Gunpla drill sergeant and tells them to start marking all their lines. And Look, why are you even building it if you're not going to panel line? Uh, you know, you have converted me on that. I, <laughs> I, if I ever make another Gunpla, I am definitely doing panel lining. It looks so much better for almost no effort. I don't have the tools for it whenever I build the aerial Gundam. Maybe I'll get you a marker. It's two bucks. <laughs> yeah, a single fine tip marker. <laughs> uh, and it's, By two bucks, I mean it's two bucks for the Gundam name brand one. <laughs> I, need to get a, I need to get a stencil. Stencils are useful. I just need, it, it needs to be small. Cut to the chairman the getting gold his, limo. Uh, it's Dorothy Catalonia's limo, which I know from watching Gundam Wing recently, because Kevin and I are always commenting on her solid gold limo. She's asking <laughs> Rolina Darlin and dates on. I didn't know that she had a solid gold limo. Sure does. With, with it, a it, spoiler. I don't know if you noticed the spoiler. <laughs> it's just been long enough since I saw uh, Gundam Wing. I just remember her controlling the Zero system at the end. Haven't gotten that far. We have 10 episodes left and nothing has happened in that series. And also we're not on the second opening left. Holy it's perplexing. Crap. Zex hasn't turned into evil. No, White Fang showed up and was like, oh. hey, Zex, we think you should be evil. And he's like, nah, man, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Zex goes from being Zex, you know, with a mask to Miliardo Peacecraft, where he's not wearing the mask, back to being Zex Marquise, but he's not wearing the mask anymore. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that second flip yet. That that's Milliard of Warcraft also. <laughs> and that's when he's uh that's when he's like, Alright, you know what? Because no one's done anything yet, I'm dropping a colony. It's, and everybody's I, like, Fucking why? Because I consulted my what would Char do wristband. <laughs> it's a drop <laughs> and it's like, no, he would use his Nazi gold to buy an asteroid and drop that on the planet. It seems like a colony, but it's distinct. <laughs> Remember Char's Nazi gold? God. Char Aznable is so good. Remember how canonically the white base crew all lives good lives because Sayla shares her half of the Nazi gold that Char gave her with the entire crew after the, the after the war? I did That's not know that. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Ah, Gundam is better than, or Mobile Suit Gundam specifically is so much better than it should be. Shame about the animation. So then we see uh, after the chairman leaves in his solid gold limo, we have Niels Nielsen in full ninja garb, complete with sword, hiding behind a tree. <laughs> Look, he might need that sword if Baker hires a hitman on him. I like to imagine it's just like a little plastic sword that his uh, PhD advisor gave him. <laughs> he 3D printed a sword. It's like, it'd be quicker if I could just get close to the Majin, but they'll catch me if I'm careless. Anyway, time for some tactical espionage action. But then he begins overhearing Baker on the phone being like, hey, pull out. And it's You're clearly codenamed C, right? 
I actually kind of like this thing here as like that guy doesn't just up and disappear. They tie up that loose thread that was as I un- figured was just going to be this one thing or like one time thing that didn't show up again. Yeah, Gundam Build Fighters is pretty good at that, right? They did the same thing with Reiji's wrist injury. Yeah, I mean, normally I would have expected, and I think I said it on the episode before, that, you know, next episode it's going to be completely gone and they won't even reference you, you it. You said that, and you said we'll never say code, see Codename C again on that episode. And but here, here he is. is, for good or ill, watching Reishi and Isla make Gumpla. And by make, I mean panel line. And apparently they are now very much into this as he is, because they both, both Isla and uh, Reiji salute, totally not say his dad. And then he's like, hey, he gets really excited. He reminds me of someone. Almost like that boy I follow around <laughs> all the time now. But on sparkly eyes, we don't get an eye catch. Buy all our play sets of toys. I'm apparently adopting a tortoise, and so can you. No, that's not a joke or a bit for this mid-spot. I'm actually getting a tortoise so that we can put it in our brewery later. Anyway, hello and welcome to episode 16 of Gundam Build Fighters, the one where Reiji makes a surprisingly good gunpla somehow, and also the one where Codename C is back. Yay! Everyone's favorite gunpla mafia. The Hitman? Anywho, this week's episode is a fun one. We got lots of meat bun chronicles. We get to see Say's dad being, I guess, Interpol? We can get to see Isla and Reggie build the gunplay together, which, having done that with some friends before, is actually pretty fun. Since I'm bound by law to plug the Patreon, uh, we're up to episode 17 of this show over there. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but we also did a bonus episode on Azure Lane's Slow Ahead. Um, it was an experience, and March's bonus episode is probably going to go up soon. Also, if you like hearing Kevin and Jeremy talk about Gundam Wing... They're all the way up through episode 41 of What's a Gundam, so they're nearly done with Wing. I think we're all going to be forced to watch Endless Waltz together whenever they finish that. Since I'm kind of short on stuff this week, I want you to head over to our Discord and let me know what Gunpla you think would be the best to kitbash into a tortoise-themed mobile suit. I might actually do that. This sounds really dumb and like a thing I would not mind spending a couple dozen hours on. Okay, let's get back to the action, question mark? There's a man who leads a life of danger To everyone he meets, he stays a stranger With every move he makes, another chance he takes Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow So we go back into uh, the hotel room where Say, China, and Rambaral are hanging out. And Say's like, I think I'll be able to finish it just in time. And she's like, don't worry. I'll cheer you on until you finish. And Say's like, wait, are you saying you're going to stay in my hotel room till I'm done? And China blushes. And, and then, then they Say both get too blushes. embarrassed to talk about it. And Rambaral's like, don't worry. I can be a chaperone and a driver. And I love, there's this amazing animation of, say, bowing to him so deeply, <laughs> all of his orange juice spilt on the floor I because had, he doesn't hold it up. I had missed that when he did that. That is a great. Well, and then, then he catches great. himself right before the shot ends. Which <laughs> <laughs> he notices it. 
Cut to Gumpla that have been finished with matte spray. I really should use matte spray on mine. I bet that would look make them look even better. But Reiji and Isla are super impressed with it. And they're like, oh, with just these little touches the old man taught us, our Gumpla look way better. And that sounds like marketing. But again, it is true. Panelite your Gumpla. <laughs> it's simple and it makes them look so much better. So Not Say's dad is like, yes, the more you work on Gumpla, the better it gets. You can like do kit bashes or paint them in your custom color scheme, oh, whatever that's you want. I hadn't noticed <laughs> when it's got the close up of the command Gundam, it's not like perfectly in the lines. It's got a little bit of like, it's like side, yep. side brush on it. The beginner Gundam also has some like mess, like some mild mess ups on it, which I, I like. I really like that attention to detail because it also reinforces the idea of like you don't have to be perfect when doing this. Also, if you want to be perfect, though, cotton swab will rub those right off. Yeah, no, th- my hand is unsteady enough that I screwed up the dumb horror I made so many times, and the cotton swab saved my life. Tyler, I'm one thing that's nice about how I take pictures to share in our hobbies channel is people don't see most of the mistakes that I had to go <laughs> that I had to go back in because like my hand is constantly shaking when I'm doing stuff. That is why I decided to airbrush. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray, she's like, "Hey, we should do a gumpla battle." And Isla's like, but I don't know how, because I've definitely never done a Gumpla battle, not even once. And Reggie gets kind of disappointed about it. But says dad is like, it's fine. You can face a CPU. (laughs) (laughs) Does this hobby store just have like, what is it building? Okay. Where would they be getting the CPU? Would it be entire Plasky generated or do they have models that? Well, I think it depends. I think it depends because. I believe when they were teaching uh, China in a previous episode, there wasn't an actual like live opponent on that one when they were when they went up against the AI opponent. But at the same time, when they fought the giant Zaku, it was very clear, made very clear that it was something that was stored in the machine. So it was actually a, a fully fledged gunpla that was. Just yeah. stocked in the machine. And you may not remember, but in that episode, we saw a scene of like a hangar filled with a whole bunch of Zaku that were at 144 scale. And then the Mega was dwarfing them. Yeah. So I guess my question is, do you need an actual unit or? I assume so. Okay. Because also says that is specifically like, it's fine. The, sh- the machine here has CPUs. I was kind of expecting Reiji to have one of, to have at least like a little bit of hesitation when going into this because he just built it. I expected it to be a worse model than it ended <laughs> up being, and I'm kind of sad that it wasn't. I was also kind of expecting it to be, like, not a total piece of shit, but kind of along those lines of, like, damn, Say does a really good job with this crap. Holy damn. Yeah, I, I wish he had acknowledged that a little bit more of, like, oh, Say's handles so much better or something. Anyway, he's in Field 1, Space. I do like that the head fins on this are, like, beam head fins. Yep, they have a cool effect. Reiji just a screw jumping around, and I was like, yes, yes, you're so amazing. It says that as like, using a gumpla you built yourself is much easier than one that some cool kid built you. And Reiji's like, yeah, let's see who my opponent is. Hmm, that giant Zeong looks weirdly familiar <laughs> with its legs. It has no, no legs. And uh, says that I immediately gets it as like, oh, wow, how did, how did this well-customized gunpla get into the battle system? It shouldn't be here. And we see that codename C is controlling it from the bathroom, presumably. I don't understand what he thinks he's sabotaging with this. He uh, is the I, worst no, gunpla mafia man. No, I think based on the conversation that he has with that he had with Baker Chan, despite the fact that we didn't hear his, 
it's a matter of like personal honor type of deal. He lost to them and he can't allow that. So he has to go beat Reiji. I would argue he lost the Rumble Raw, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say he needs to sabotage. I thought he was saying, I still need to sabotage Reiji, which he is clearly not really doing because this is some random model he built for fun. To be fair, on the phone, that was Baker's point. Is that it's pointless to do it outside the tournament. That's fair. What does C do on like an average day, given this is what I want to know. (laughs) What are his normal Gumpla crimes? <laughs> I assume he does a lot of industrial espionage. Actually, he gets hired by fracking magnates to go spy on PPSE. Uh, the Xeon uses its hand lasers, and Reiji just barely manages to dodge. So it fires its all the lasers. Yeah, it does a freedom gun to Matt Reiji, but Reiji dodges. And uh, manages to block a couple shots with his shield as well. And Reiji's like, damn you, I worked hard to build this Gumpla. Oh, wait. Empathy. <laughs> And that's when he has the has the moment, the, the one like reference to how Say must have felt in every single time we go up against these. And unlike and I, mine, which I built in one montage, his takes weeks to build. And I, I constantly beat the shit out of it. But I was expecting him to have a little bit more in the in the way of like how good is Say at this? Yep. That he because does like this. if he does take weeks, how much better must it be, right? Although we, we, we know that Say built something that can manipulate Plavsky particles, which is way beyond what Reiji can do. So, But I, I do wish he would have acknowledged it. We also know, though, that Reiji is a natural pilot, right? Remember that time he beat everybody in a bar with a ball? That's fair. But like at the same time, that it, it does kind of imply that Reiji is starting to understand where Say is coming from. Yeah. Bearded man is like, hey, charge right up to him. That's how Amuro Ray defeated Z- uh, Shar Aznable at the end of Mobile Suit Gundam. And we get a nice uh, <laughs> homage to that shot, the color coding and everything. But then Reiji gets grappled, and Bearded Man is like, oh no, I forgot he built legs. I forgot it has no, no legs. <laughs> I forgot this was actually done. <laughs> Which is so funny. But as Reiji is about to be blown away, some missiles from off screen show up to help and blast him free. Isla has joined the battle with her lovingly rendered command Gundam. And she's like, I can't watch this anymore. Watch out for the arms. So they dodge the arms. They do a back-to-back and each destroy one of them before the hands can blow them apart. No, they don't. They they just dodge and let the hands blow each other apart. You're right. They do a Spider-Man. And then they both have the same thought at the same time. Well, now it's basically defenseless because we're two ace pilots. Isla throws her grenades and then blows them up with missiles and lasers. It takes out the legs. Somehow. It used the legs to block the torso. Then the command Gundam sheds all of its armament and draws a combat knife. A strike Gundam, if you will. And while the beginning Gundam draws three beam sabers in one hand. It's got nine, so it's got to figure out a way to use them somehow. So he basically has throwing beam sabers. There's an incredible split screen between Isla and Reiji as well as they go at it. and uh, As the two thrust at each other. Giggity. <laughs> um, and then the Xeon explodes. Also giggity. Battle ended. And Reiji and Isla clasp hands. And well, like, well, yeah, Reiji we does a thumbs, a thumbs up. up. And Isla turns it into a clasping hands. And Reiji's like, hey, you're good. And Isla's like, of course. Who do you think I am? And he's like, I actually don't know your name. But I love how she immediately is like, wait, hang on. I think I might have revealed too much. Reiji's like, didn't you say you'd never played Gumpla Battle? And she's like, yeah, I just, I learned by watching you, dad. <laughs> it was surprisingly easy. And Reiji's like, you really think I'm that dense? What is your name, by the way? Anyway, and I was like, how long are you going to hold my hand? And throws it away. And he's like, hey, you grabbed mine first. I love Isla's little like, realization of, oh, wait a minute. I actually did. 
And then she's like, hey, wait a minute. Not to change the subject, but conveniently, where did old man go? He pulled a U and just kind of disappeared. And he was never seen again. Meanwhile, in the men's bathroom. <laughs> Codename C is leaving. Wait, old man is like, hey, I knew as soon as I saw that custom Zeog with a giant C on it. <laughs> I didn't think I would meet you here. In a bathroom. Anyway, you ever watch Cutie Honey? I'm apparently a big fan. I'm going to do a Cutie Honey reference. Sometimes he's the owner of a back alley model store. Sometimes he's a Gumpla fan. But traveling around the world. the world to promote Gunpla. Which Does is... he get paid for that? That's my question. I, I think he, he, he kind of gets paid for it, but it's primarily his work as a Gunpla enforcer or Gunpla uh, law enforcement officer. But really, hey, he's an international Gunpla battle referee, and he throws off his beard and coat to reveal, hey, it says dad. And he knows codename C. <laughs> he's arresting him for 36 crimes. <laughs> including illicit participation in an official gunplay tournament and unlawful gunplay control. I would love to know what other things constitute unlawful gunplay control. What is this? Does that mean that Reiji had to get a license at some point? The fact that there are laws around gunplay specifically. Well, it is Pokemon rules. Yeah. But it's the silliest, stupidest conceit that we've had so far. And I kind of love it because of how dumb it is. So anyway, Codename C goes for his uh, patented punch them in the face, misses twice, and gets dunked into a urinal. <laughs> Nicholas Cage Have you, uh, have oh, you, you ever hit rock bottom? Well, here's how you know. <laughs> when you're face down in a urinal. Anyway, flash to Reiji showing everyone else, and by that I mean Say, Rawl, and Gina, his gumpla. And like, wow, you built it yourself? And Reiji's like, yeah, I told you I was good at everything innately. He's like, building it was a piece of cake. And they're like, wow, it's actually surprisingly well done. Whereas, like, he even used panel lining and mat spray. Advanced techniques you could only find on Reddit. And Say is like, you really did this by yourself? And he's like, well, I did have help from this weird old man. Who kind of reminded me of someone. And Rage is like, um, uh, this old man got really strict about gunplay. And, oh, yeah, he gave me these uh, nippers here. And Say sees them and is like, oh, man, those nippers? And Gina's like, what is it? And Say's like, uh, nothing. Nothing's wrong. And he smiles and looks out. He's like, dad. And then he gets the bill for saving Corneria. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we get a shot of Say's dad, apparently, I'm, I'm guessing with like his partner, yep. with codename C locked up in the back seat of their car. And he's like, I have to keep roaming the world in the skies, but I've been watching you on TV and you're good. I, I hope you have good luck at the finals. Like, why can't he just give a, he knows what hotel he's at, he could just like give him a phone call or Especially something. Especially because we're about to find out that he does swing by his house. Instead of wandering around random stores in disguise, he could have stopped at his son's hotel. I, I, don't... I think the reason why he was there was probably looking for Codename C. Well, I think- Because it's kind of implied that's what he was here to do, was to, was to nab him. Also, he's probably also an Evangelion fan. <laughs> and he knows to prioritize the wife over the son at all costs. <laughs> so anyway, Say is like, thanks for the nippers, Dad. I'm totally stealing them from Reiji. He's not going to use them. <laughs> I do think it would be kind of cool or kind of fun if in like, because obviously I haven't seen Try, if Reiji is in there and he's actually making his own gunpla that he's using. And then we get the end um, of the episode. But wait, there's more. Uh, specifically, Rinko showing up at the hotel to be like, hey, kids, congrats making the finals. I, I came to cheer for you. Thank you, Say's mom. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Say's mom. Although I do feel like a lot of, I think most people would probably say, like, thank you, Miss Iori, but that also doesn't <laughs> fit with what we know of Reiji. And Say is, like, super concerned with the store's sales. 
Yeah, because he needs a place to live. And Rick is like, don't worry. When you win, we'll bring a ton of business to the model shop. <laughs> Honestly, even the fact that he's in the top 16 on this nationally televised thing. Considering he runs a rinky-dink shop, it, that a, would, a back alley that, shop. People paying attention to it would probably be like, yeah, I want to go check that out. Because one of the top 16, like, that's his shop. Although maybe that's Say's point. They are more likely than ever to show up and nobody is there. And then Ray G is just stuff. like, let it go. She's here now. It's not a problem. And she's like, uh, anyway, mom, dad was probably here. And but we <laughs> see that dad is outside of the model shop. Like, hey, Rin Chan, where are you? I'm finally back. So I came to see you. Why is our store closed? It isn't a holiday. Why is the store closed? He's are you <laughs> mad because I've been gone so long? I love Suzaki here just riding past on his bike. Like, who's this weird man? <laughs> I love specifically that he probably showed up because Say is out of the house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, poor him. Rinko is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. What is Say's dad's name? He's got- Takeshi, I think. I think, it, Takeshi I think it's Takeshi like. Iori. It's Say's dad, according to Reiji. Because um, he actually introduced himself in this episode. I think it is Takeshi or Takeshi or something like that. I could be getting his name like melded with that guy from Takeshi's Challenge. That's the end of the episode. What did you guys think? I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, no, this was great. There are so many good comedy beats in this one. And, you know, weirdly, even though, like, they were playing it as a as a huge joke with, you know, the, the model building drill sergeant type of thing, they still managed to go in and make it look fun. Yeah. It's one of the things I really like about this series is it makes the hobby feel like it's actually fun and it doesn't feel nearly as much as an advertisement as later series would even though it clearly is one. Well, especially because, as I as I said, when he, when Reiji is in the store, the boxes are more of like, yes, this is what the box would look like, but it's clearly not the focus of the shot, even when he's literally looking at the shelf. It's very clear that it is like a background for the shot that's actually important. Whereas in Build Divers, despite the fact that they did a really good job of animating, they even showed you the plastic like lining on the outside of the box, it felt so much more like an advertisement for it. Like, look, here's the box. And look, I love when I first take the things out of the box. So cool. And here's just like, make sure everything's there. Now start building, scrubs. <laughs> Do you have a high point, Tyler? This is weirdly specific, but the fact that they managed to animate the beard on <laughs> Say's dad such that it looked like a fake beard without us knowing that. Pretty good. Zach. Isla stalking ragey. <laughs> My specific thing with her socking Reiji is the ice cream cone slowly disappearing <laughs> into her mouth. <laughs> Such a funny shot. Hooray for Exotic Japan is really good, but I think I'm <laughs> going to give it to like the hand clasp they do because Reiji just starts it as a thumb up, but Reiji's so good at high fives, it just turns into one and then they're <laughs> holding hands. And Isla's clearly embarrassed about it later. Yeah. Do you have a low point, Tyler? Man, what is my low point? Uh, Say's dad is terrible at being a dad, I guess? No, what's my low point? I guess the dream sequence at the beginning. Um, it kind of sets the stage for the episode, so it's like not actually that bad, but it's fine. Zach. Ninja Nils Nielsen. Like, he's there clearly to give us the scene with Baker Chan talking to Codename C to try and be dramatic, but... That scene is entirely unnecessary because right after it, they show him outside watching uh, Isla and Reiji and being creepy. You could have easily done that there and not had to worry about 
you know, having Niels here because he doesn't do anything. It's not important what he's on screen for. No, but it does a set, like it does three things though. Like it shows us that the chairman is leaving. It shows us C's devotion to his job, and also Nils is there because he's the focal character. My only thing would be we've the show has not been afraid to show us Machida and Baker with no viewpoint character there, right? Yeah, it's not afraid to cut That's to them doing point. machinations. Mine is going to be Kalala's reactions during her interview to the German champ just like needling her come on just don't give him the satisfaction you you think that's a low point yeah (laughs) I do love that they chose him for the interview and he just spends the entire time bad mouthing Fellini though (laughs) I also love that that's clearly why they chose him (laughs) do you have an MVP Tyler MVP of this episode is definitely Ayla Zach hmm I'm torn between Ayla Reiji but I think I'm gonna give it to Say's dad also fair. He does arrest Gump the Mafioso C and kick him into a urinal. And he teach <laughs> and he teaches Isla and Reiji about gunpla building. The joys Did of gunpla. See how much fun they were having on their date he forced them into. <laughs> That's true. He did cupid them pretty good. But oh. I'm gonna go with Isla anyway, because she ate ice cream. Hooray for exotic <laughs> Japan. She was that also was... gonna force them into a date anyway, like, let's be honest. That was very, very good. But one of the reasons why I had to give it to say his dad is because I don't think he's going to get another shot. So I kind of had to give him one here. This is the one point he gets this series. <laughs> Anything else we want to say about this episode? Like you guys said, it's a really strong one. It's all Reiji and Isla, which is one of the best relationships on a very relationship-focused series. It's a down. It, it's a downbeat episode. Like, yes, there's technically a fight at the end of it, but it's mostly focused on kind of Reiji trying to like understand Say a bit better and gives us a little insight into Isla. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, in retrospect, my real low point is actually that Reiji didn't... There was no comment about how much better Say's machinery is for the purpose of gunpla piloting. I wish Reiji had, like, just had one line that was that. One reference to that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I wish... I do wish that would have been the case as well. Like, that, that is, like, I think the one complaint I actually have about this episode. That said, I would I will give that up if he then comments on it to say next episode. So, or at some point in the future, like, I did this once, yours is way better. <laughs> so. And you let me go out and trash it every time. All right, we will be back next week with Model of the Heart. Podcast ended.